Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are going through Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs one minute at a time. I'm Andrew Dorowski. And I'm Kestra Dorowski. And we're joined again by Scott from Back to the Future Minute. That's how I always think of you. <laughs> oh, no, that's fair. Yeah, I am definitely from that show. Um, also, uh, DuelingGenre.com. Thanks for yeah. having me back. Uh, and today we are discussing Minute 32 of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, which begins with the dwarfs peeking out from some hiding spots and ends with Dopey ascending the staircase. Yes. Uh, I have some notes about sneezing. I've done some research. All right. So in regards to yesterday? Yes, the blocked sneezes. Okay. They should not be doing this to Sneezy. This is dangerous stuff. Oh. <laughs> there are potential accidents, such as fractured larynx. Oh. Acute Ooh. cervical pain. Oh. And facial nerve injuries. I've also got... This This is coming from an article I found in Time Magazine uh, from 2015. Thank you, Internet. Um, there's a, a doctor who's at... I've seen patients with ruptured eardrums or pulled back muscles. Like, pulled back muscles. Um, or uh, cracked ribs. Oh, I've heard of the cracked ribs thing before, yeah. Uh, and so... I've also heard of... I've also heard of people's uh, eyeballs bulging out. Like, I thought the Mythbusters handled that one, though. Did they? I know they addressed it, but I don't know if they were dealing with it for a, a stifled sneeze. I think they were just, like, sneezing with your eyes open. Yeah. But I, no. I don't know about that one. So you could be right. It, it, the article does say that, like, the fastest sneezes can come out at 500 miles per hour. Some Ooh. of that stuff can be hitting. So... Putting that back inside is bad. Yeah. That, 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 the larynx one, that, that. Yeah, fractured larynx sounds really bad. As a singer, and I know how the larynx affects what I sing and, or how I sing and everything, Mm -hmm. uh, that scares me. (laughs) I'm never going to uh, hold a sneeze in now. Thank you for telling me that. That's frightening. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's not worth it. It sounds like, it sounds like one bad run and like, Mm -mm. no. Um, my first note for this minute is that Happy is the worst hider ever. <laughs> yeah. He's just like squatting behind a chair and looking through it. Like that's, you're not hidden. Yeah. At least Sleepy had like a broom over his head and it kind of blended with his beard. Well, he was, it seemed more like a mop. Maybe, yeah, he maybe was it was a mop. In, in a bucket that had the broom or mop in it. Which must be a massive mop bucket. Yeah. Their their hiding places, especially Dopey's, reminds me of um, the kind of thing that you would see on a on a ride at Disneyland. You know, like mm-hmm. and they like pop like, out like, like Dopey, right, he's, right, right, like the little animatronic Dopey. Yeah, and so as you're riding by, he might like pop out and look at you. Right, right. That's what it reminds me of. So like, there are a couple moments like that in in the ride. Uh, Splash Mountain and um, some other rides too. There's there's a few rides I can think of um, where they, they pop out just out of nowhere. I don't have any background for this because I haven't been to no. a Disney park yet. Yet. <laughs> uh, but we're going to fix that soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's coming up. I but, was also yeah. taken with uh, Dopey Shadow being animated along with him. Yeah. Uh, there was something about that, like knowing that this was early days of uh, of uh, animation, there was something mm-hmm. like really impressive about that harsh shadow behind him 
like moving in unison with him. So this whole week is like a good one for looking at shadows. We talked a little bit about shadows last week, but this whole week is a really big one for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll definitely be bringing that up more. I don't know exactly how they do the shadows. I think I, I did some research and couldn't find like definitive answers. All, all the stuff I was looking up was bringing up shadows in 3d animation. And I was talking about how like Pixar animates sunlight now. Like, no, I want 70 year old 2d animation, 80 year old <laughs> like flat animation. How do they do these shadows? Um, and the best stuff I could find had to do with like, taking your animation cell and then tracing um like flipping it over tracing onto a piece of paper and then like filling in a shadow and then like tracing that onto a different cell and then just setting it behind the other stuff but i don't know if that's what they were doing here Hmm. i do know that for the the filming of of these cells these animation cells when there's shadows, they sometimes would have to film it twice and do a different exposure level for the second one to cast the shadows right. Oh, interesting. So that's one element of it, but I don't know exactly how that works. Like it, it's, it seems like a pretty technical part of filmmaking to do each of these shots, um, like every little snapshot that became one frame of film, and then having to do it a second time and things like that. So I don't know exactly how it works. And they had like massive, massive cameras and, um, and like these stacked, uh, panes of glass and, and sheets of film and and things like that. The multi-pane. Yeah. The multi-pane camera camera and all of that. So it could probably be really technical and I don't want to like imagine that I understand it just because I've read a little bit about it, but I can't find a lot of information about it. So I'd have to like have someone demonstrate it probably to understand it fully. And because no one's really used a multi-pane camera in a while, a long time. No one who's alive today may know exactly how it works or how to use it and how they got this specific uh, element done. Right. So it's so that, that's a complex why you thing. probably can't find it on the internet. Oh yeah, it may have been pre-internet knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. And and it never got carried out. Into other stuff because they develop new techniques. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, there's other sequences uh, in this week with some shadows that I definitely will want to talk about. But When we get there. Yeah. Well, while they're still downstairs, there are some great moments with the shadows being cast on the wall. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how they did it. And I don't know how they do all this lighting stuff. The lighting is so tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, because they obviously didn't repaint backgrounds with different lighting. Mm-hmm. So they have to have some method of changing the lighting um, across a background that exists. Yeah. And so maybe they just had like shaded um, cells that they could cut to fit a certain way or things like that. Cause they do like lines of light. Yeah. I don't know. So uh, I, I'm not sure how it works. Like maybe they had something that looked a little shaded except for one area that looked yeah. like yeah, so they'd and then like, place that on top, so like that was like the top layer. Yeah, they'd like something. cut a, a shaded cell a certain way or something like that. These are mysteries, and <laughs> I wish this information was available, but it's an element that I guess isn't very interesting for people to put into a documentary about the animation. People want to see kind of, well, what's the drawing like? How do you get the colors in? It's like, yeah. well, how about the lighting when you're like taking yeah. a picture of this stacked set of images 
for one frame of film. Right. Um, I have, I have thoughts about doc, uh, the character. Cause like one, I don't think I've ever noticed that you can see his teeth when he talks. Um, this was the first week that I noticed seeing anybody's teeth while they were talking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's interesting that you could see his teeth. I also felt, I also think his verbal dyslexia is really interesting character trait. Um, it uh, it reminds me somewhat of uh, of Biff from Back to the Future, like always getting like sayings wrong. Um, Make like a tree and get out of here. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, it, it's a it's a it's like a, a you know it's a speech quirk um, that that they that characters have that I, I I find really interesting. But yeah, Doc's like kind of like verbal dyslexia, where he like flips two words around um, mm-hmm. while he speaks. Uh, I think is I think is interesting, and then also I've never noticed how much Doc looks like uh, Richard Attenborough before. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I keep waiting for Doc to just be like, "Welcome to Jurassic Park," um, <laughs> with the glasses and the, way right. the hat sits. Yeah. Now that yeah. you say it, I can't I can't not think of that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I really like Doc. I think he's my favorite of the of the dwarfs. Uh, Where did he hide? I didn't see him. I don't hide. think they showed him so hiding. So happy hi- hid behind, behind the chair. chair. Sleepy was in the mop bucket. Uh, Dobie Grumpy was under the piles of log with the with the, the axe, axe. In, the, in the top one. Which were those the logs that the animals brought in that they stacked on the on maybe, the deer's antlers? Maybe, maybe. Um, Grumpy, Grumpy was, was in, in the, the sack of potatoes. potatoes, which his nose definitely looks like a potato. Yeah. Um, Bashful was under the stairs. And Sneezy yeah. was in the pot. Sneezy Doc was in the just, pot. So. Doc just came walking up. I, I feel like he didn't get all the way into a hiding place. <laughs> Before he calmed down. Yeah. Maybe he was afraid because he was the one holding the open flame. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. He, he didn't want to get into close quarters anywhere. <laughs> the I, I noted that the music is doing a lot of Mickey Mousing throughout uh, this sequence. Like, mm-hmm. the music is, for the most part, it's even being, like, the sound effects. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, what's funny is I had never heard that term before, but as soon as you said the music is Mickey Mousing, I knew exactly what you meant. Um, I think it it finally got brought up last week. It's something I learned about in college, but... Um, and it I had heard the term before. It wasn't I until last week it. that yeah that we were reminded. And we've mentioned like how the music does that kind of thing throughout. Yeah, throughout all the weeks, which but... we also associated with Fantasia a lot, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. as kind of the way they animated Fantasia. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it, the like technical movie term is Mickey Mousing, where the music is uh, doing all the stuff, and it's the sort of stuff. I mean, obviously, you see it in in Mickey Mouse stuff, but you'll see it in. Um, in sequences for like the Marx Brothers or or silent film, I bet Buster Keaton has some of that going, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and and Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. But throughout this one, you know, anytime there's not talking, there there's a good chance there's not going to be sound effects, and the music is going to kind of do all the signaling for that mm-hmm. stuff. And Dopey in particular gets the Mickey Mousing treatment because oh, yeah. he doesn't talk. Right. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, I would note that those stairs need a railing. <laughs> yeah, that that might be a familiar note if you've enjoyed the Star Wars films. <laughs> yeah, because there's no railings there. 
Well, there, I, there's another stair that comes, a set of stairs that comes up later that definitely, definitely need, needs need a railing. railing. <laughs> um, but yes. This are railings just like hard to put into animated movies? Like, are they a hassle? Well, they get in the way because you have to layer your characters. Yeah, then you have to layer the animation and, and like break with the with right. the railing, I guess. Right. Also, I mean, not for nothing, but I, I imagine, you know, as a as a small, stocky person, the dwarves probably have pretty good balance. I mean, the dwarves other than other than uh, uh, Dopey, obviously, because oh, yeah, can barely stay in one place for a second. He's wibbling. Low, low center of gravity. Yeah, below center of gravity. Like I imagine, maybe they need a railing less than, say, like Snow White would need a railing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, like, how high does that second floor go? Because it's the dwarf's home, and Snow White like had to crouch to get through the doors. How tall does it get? So maybe it's not even that dangerous. I don't know. Yeah. It seems it seems like every time there's a. Uh moment when someone's climbing the stairs whether it be Snow White or the animals or the dwarfs um, Dopey in particular, it seems like the number of stairs is different each time. And and the height of the stairs seems different. Like, from yeah. the outside of the house, like, it definitely can't be too tall. Like, maybe 12 feet. Yeah. Well, like, with, with the turtle climbing the stairs, it seemed like there was... Uh, that turtle was really slow on the stairs. Oh, a, a, a very different number of stairs than here with Dopey. But from the side, like it looks like the same number each time you look at it from the side. But when they're yeah, going so they definitely did the or down background the stairs, then, consistently. Yeah, it's different. Also, with um, Dopey going up the stairs, like I'm not sure the animation lines up for him to actually be stepping on one stair the whole way up. I think because um, of the angle that. The camera, yeah. so to speak, is is facing in this case. He's able to fudge that a little bit, and he he goes up, you know, two stairs at a time sometimes. But his foot's probably kind of in between steps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. The the way that they the creaking of him going mm-hmm. up the stairs is the same that we talked about with uh, our guest last week. Um. With the creaking as they're going through the house. There's uh, so much creaking all of a sudden. All of a sudden, yeah. Like, where was this when Snow White was there? Uh, they they bend a old leather wallet. So this is still this, the the leather wallet. It's so is that supposed to be their shoes creaking or is it the the wood the, of the stairs? I think this one's the stairs, but I'm not sure. It's not entirely clear. But that's how they foley that creaking sound. Is yes. an old leather wallet. Yeah. Hmm. But before he climbs the stairs, there's the classic look at the. The character. Yeah, so and... so Doc says, like, we need to send someone upstairs. And they all look at Dopey, who looks behind himself. It's like, oh, it's that... whoever's behind me is the sucker that's yeah. got to go upstairs. Which they, they do that often in, like, TV and movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, that they did that? Did, did they do that before Snow White? Or was Snow White one to kind it, of... It, it certainly would have been one of the early ones, but I doubt that they... Invented it, yeah, um, just, it like the, like a just like just like the film. lineup smashing into each other. Yeah, it feels like a silent film thing. Yeah, that definitely. Because um, it's a lot of bo- body. It's like a body language joke, and it seems yeah. like something that would be in a silent movie. Yeah. Why yeah, in the I world? Agree. Why in the world would they give Dopey the short straw? Like of all of the dwarves, why him? I think they always give him the short straw. <laughs> just like if there's a short straw to be given, that's where it goes. Oh man! Um, 
I mean, they make him sweep up broken, like, crappy-sounding diamonds. And then toss it over, over a cliff. cliff. Yeah. So he's he's even got, you know, like, the bottom-rung job at the mine. Right. But, yeah, I, I guess that's just his lot in life. Yeah. I just feel like, strategically, and, this isn't the smartest move for them. Yeah, but it also might be because he can't speak. He can't, he can't complain defend himself. or defend himself. Oh, so you might, they might be like, "Oh, he can't speak. He can't say anything about about this. So we're gonna make him do it." He can try and run away, though. Whereas if they force Grumpy to do it, there would be oh, an you're gonna argument. hear about it, <laughs> yeah. And like Sneezy can't be sneaky. No, what if he sneezes? No, no. I'd say I Happy like, could probably like happy, do it. Happy's the guy you want to go do this job because yeah, and he's he'd always going to be happy to do yeah, anything. He'd, he'd go up there and he'd make friends with it, and he'd be like, "Yeah, come on, guys, let's all <laughs> hang out. We'll have a sleepover. This will be great." Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I would definitely say Happy's the the right person to choose. Yeah. Like that's optimal. Right. He's not going to complain. He's happy. Yeah, he's yeah. happy. I like it. <laughs> they d- they made the wrong choice here. Sure. Should have been happy. Also, happy's the biggest one. Like yeah. he's the most intimidating, I'd say. But just like mm-hmm. by size, mm-hmm. yeah. he's quite a bit bigger than I think anyone else. Yeah. I really love the sh- the shuddering candle gag. Um, where where Doc is being like, "All right, don't be afraid. Take the candle," and 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 Dopey's like, "I'm I'm trying to, but your hand is shaking because you're terrified." Like. You know, like that he, whole exchange of uh, of body language. I I really like that gag. Yeah, and then Doc's like still shaking, and he just grabs Dopey's hand and, and like shoves it in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. she's like, "Take it, get him." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you guys have any other notes on this minute? That's all I have for today. Yeah, that's that's all I got. All right, then we will be back tomorrow with more. But if you need more of Scott's voice in your ears, where can they get it? Duelinggenre.com. Uh, check out Back to the Future Minute. And uh, we'll, we're probably – we'll be wrapping up our third and final film uh, this summer. So we're near the end. But that means we have like 300 episodes for you to go binge listen to. Uh in the meantime, so uh, so go check that out and everything else we got at DuelingGenre.com. And you can keep listening to us and share us with your friends. Uh, tell your family. Tell that crazy, crazy Disney friend of yours that we're doing this and, and get them hooked on our show. Give us ratings and reviews. But for sure, come back tomorrow for, for more of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. But until then, just whistle while you work.